Welcome to track number three, and of ye shall compass the city. Amen. Amen. And this is what we are kicking off with a very important message that we need for our lives. Amen. And I'm happy to introduce to you one of the best gifts anybody can come across with. Listen. Wait, wait, wait. He is good at everything. Last time I saw him, no, I, I have the microphone. The last time, you know, anything, he is good at repairing telephone. One Shall thing. we pray? Shall we rise? Let's rise to our feet. <laughs> Bishop Saki. <laughs> when you took that guy on, I said, no. This introduction will not be good. <laughs> hey, very troublesome small boy, pa. If you get him in secondary school, you will not be happy with him. But we are blessed to be here. The sound on stage is very nice. Do you hear me as nice? Is it as nice as it is here? It's crisp. Wow. Clap for Jesus. Ah, the people at the back that you didn't hear. Or you are busy. Praise the Lord. God has brought us to a good place. God has brought us to a wealthy place. And like Bishop Saki said yesterday, by the time we are living here, oh, the reason for which you were arrested, you, you, will, you will arrest the reason for which you were arrested. Very interesting that it's like you were just walking or somewhere. Actually, we were also minding our own business, getting ready for Good Friday. Then we got a text. And I said, what a text? It's a very good text. Good text. It felt like a lady who is just waiting and she gets a text from a young man. And, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the text says, I've made up my mind. You are the one. <laughs> Hallelujah. We thank God for bringing us to this place. So I believe that we will receive everything that God has for us. May we never be denied. And may none of our troops be left out. Everyone from the greatest to the least amongst us. May you walk, may, may your head be found. May the dove settle upon your head. And when you live here and you are going, you will be like Elisha, who is coming from beyond the Jordan and he's crossing the Jordan and he's not coming single-handed. He has in his hand a mantle. You are going to live here with a mantle. You are leaving these grounds with a mantle. A mantle that can open rivers. A mantle that can cause your enemies that laugh at you and scorn at you to, to be attacked by, by powers that they cannot control. And, and, and a mantle that can cause the, the head of an axe to float on a river. 
impossible things will be possible to you. Amazing things will happen in your life and in your ministry. And we thank God for that wonderful flight we took last night uh, to prepare us for today and for the rest of the days that are ahead of us. Daddy is just getting himself ready to arrive here. And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be an awesome experience. Hey. Wonderful. Let us just pray and say one or two things. Lift your voice and tell God, I don't want to leave the same way I came. I don't want to just be in a meeting where you are moving, where your spirit is at work. And then I will be left out of it. I don't want your word to be coming and I'm thinking about somebody else. I want to have an encounter with you. I don't want to leave here the same way I came. Speak to me, Lord. Open my ears. Open my heart. I want my heart to be a fertile soil upon which the seed of your word, the incorruptible seed. The problem is not with the seed. The problem is with the ground. For the seed is potent. The seed is incorruptible. The seed is a hybrid seed, high yielding seed that, that can, can work anywhere. But depending on the type of soil on which it falls. But today you are praying, Lord, make my heart soft. Make my heart a fertile ground. I want to have 30% yield. I want to have 60 fold. I want to have 100 fold. May my portion, may my portion find itself in one of these. But may I not be like a wayside ground or a thorny ground or a stony ground. Oh, upon which one the seed falls yields nothing. Oh, Father, we give you thanks. Jacob, 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 Jacob had an encounter. When he woke up, he said, the Lord was in this place and I knew not. The Lord was here already the angels were ascending and descending they were already there but he knew not this morning and for the rest of the days we have we are praying that when the lord is here the lord is moving it will not be as though we were we are not here we didn't see and we didn't experience but we shall experience every one of them we give you praise oh jesus masaka tandere moshatahai leramosa I will open up my heart ready for your holy fire I will let you into my mind and into my soul pledging my life serving you is my desire pledging my life serving you is my desire I won't be holding back at all, responding to your call. Oh yes, I will open up my heart, ready for your holy fire. I will let you into my mind, and 
to my soul. Pledging my life, serving you is my desire. Pledging my life, serving you is my desire. I won't be holding back at all, responding to your call. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity you have given us to be upon this mountain, the mountain of secrets mountain of secrets where destinies are shaped, where ministries are carved, where success in life and ministry are assured. This morning we ask you to open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your law. In Jesus' name, amen. Clap your hands for Jesus and you may be seated. I want to just share a little on something I believe is dear to the heart of God and the heart of our Father and I believe the heart of any well-meaning servant of the Lord who looks after God's flock. And I want to just title it, Amen, the Sons and Daughters. Arming the sons and daughters. Now, this is one of the items in what we call shabby shepherding must go. Where servants are armed and trained. Okay, so I'm just picking a note from there. So, if you kindly come with me to Genesis chapter 14 and verse 14. Genesis 14, 14. And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his house, his own house, 318, and pursued them unto Dan. Hey, can you read it with me? Go. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Mm. Wow. And he divided himself against them, he and his servants, by night, and smote them and pursued them unto Hobah, which is on the left hand of Damascus. And he brought back all the goods and also brought again his brother Lot and his goods and the women also and the people and the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of Chedelaoma and of the kings that were with him at the valley of Shaveh which is the king's vale or valley now when you read the scripture, it, it doesn't sound so, you, if you don't know the background, you may think that Abraham's 318 servants were just people who went to fight to rescue Lot. That's Abraham's nephew. But if you read earlier, this king, Chedeleoma, there were five kings that came up against him. If you read from verse 1, he says, and it came to pass in the days of Amraphel, king of Shinar, Ariok, king of Elasa, Chedelaoma, king of Elam, 
and Tidal, king of nations, that these made war with Bera, king of Sodom, and with Besha, king of Gomorrah, Shinab, king of Adma, and Shemiba, king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, which is Zoar. <laughs> All these were joined together, five nations were joined together in the vale or valley of Sidim, which is the salt sea. Twelve years they served Chedelaoma, and in the thirteenth year they rebelled. And in the fourteenth year came Chedelaoma and the kings that were with him and smote the Rephaims in Ashtoreth, Karnaim, and the Zuzims in Ham. <laughs> All these are names in the Bible. And Emims in Shaveh Kiriathayim. And the Horites in their, in their Mount Seir unto El Paran, which is by the wilderness. And they returned and came. You see, so after Chedeloma had overcome these five nations, he made a mistake of going for Lot. And then Abraham armed his servants trained and armed in his house and they went after King Chedelaoma and collected lot from his hand and all the goods all the goods all the people every one of them and they saved them I feel that that's the kind of mandate God has given us there are people that spiritual Chedelaomas have arrested and caught but by the anointing we shall receive from this camp meeting we shall rescue our lots. We shall rescue all our goods. We shall take all of them back. Yes. And, and like Bishop Saki was saying yesterday, Joshua made war with all the nations all around them. Because when God gives you a good church, it's not just a church you are going to run. It's not just, you know, some inspiration. And some, <laughs> and some you know, sharing of word or bible study something it's it's a type of warfare yes and the bible says when he went after chedeloma he 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 overcame this man who had been able to conquer five nations that had come after him in order to rescue his own nephew you shall rescue every soul that must, must come everyone who is intended for kodesh is coming into the kodesh Everyone intended for Kadesh will come into the Kadesh. And anyone that God has given to the Kadesh from the east, from the west, from the north, from the south, they shall enter in. They shall enter in. They shall enter in. They shall enter in. But Abraham's servants, they were armed and trained in his own house. That is why we are in our own house and we are being trained and we are being armed so that we can go after Chedeloma and we shall go after Chedeloma. Tell your neighbor we are going after Chedeloma. I don't know who he is, but I'm sure around the Kadesh, there's a King Chedeloma there. And around the Kodesh, there's some King Chedeloma there. And around the Kadesh, there's some King Chedeloma there. 
but no matter who they are we are coming after them we are going after them we are taking our sheep from their hand we are rescuing what belongs to us in the mighty name of Jesus I, I, I have a I, I, I hear the sound of David David is looking after his sheep and there comes a lion and there comes a bear and the Bible says, David said to Saul, I went after the lion and took my lamb from their mouth peacefully to go my way. But they rose after me. You see, I, I, you have taken my sheep and I'm coming for my sheep. You, you, and, and you are, I'm peacefully taking what belongs to me. And then I'm taking them with me peacefully. I've left you in peace. Then when I'm going, you turn and come after me. So he said, thy servant slew the lion and slew the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be like one of them. And that is what will happen to King Chedeloma in the mighty name of Jesus. Sit down. He said, come. <laughs> and <laughs> we are Looking at Abraham who armed his servants. And Bishop Dagwood Mills has brought us. We are his servants. We are his sons. We are his daughters. And he's going to arm us. Train us. And make us ready for any king. Who, who, who raises his head. To come and pick any of the people. Or even the people that are held captive by him. We are going to rescue all of them. Every seat in our chairs will be filled. Every seat in our chairs will be filled. But now comes the arming. The arming. What are we going to be armed with? AK-47? Bazookas? SCAD missiles? Suicide um, vests? Grenades, pistols, more than pistols, more than swords. What we will be given in our hand will be more than swords, more than two edged swords. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword. A two edged sword, you see, is a sword that has two edges. Most kitchen knives <laughs> I'm always struggling between kitchen and chicken yes uh, chicken knife is a kitchen knife is a chicken knife according to Bishop Saki kitchen knife is a chicken knife and a chicken knife can also be a kitchen knife okay most kitchen knives have one edge but you can imagine if the, the that is sharp and this part is sharp so you can cut here and cut here so when you thrust like so it's as if it's going forward but it can go left and it can also go right I say it is going straight it's as if you are just going to church but before they realize you have brought somebody on the left side and on the right side yes yes 
you, you just woke up that you are going to church. You are going to the trotro station, but in, the, in front of you is the trotro station, but before they realize you are cutting on the left, you are cutting on the right. Yes. And we are blessed to be in a church that has a lot of ammunition in the armory. Yes. A lot. It's not common. There are not many ministries and churches that can boast of the kind of collection and the different array. I wanted to use another word, but it's okay. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, the array, you know, of materials carefully collected, gathered from virtually the beginning of the ministry to present day. Not many ministries have what God has blessed Lighthouse Chapel International or the United Denominations with. Yes. Not many. You see, look at them bringing what we call the Macarius and look at these materials you look at the Macane which is a collection of every camp meeting like what we are having now virtually from the beginning of the ministry to present day you will find it here I don't know of any church. If you know one, maybe you can tell me. Under heaven, given among men. Yes. So just in, in one MP3, you can find what are the messages that armed the workers, the servants, the soldiers who are spread across the lengths and the breadth of our world. And I can also tell you that there are not many ministries that have gone as far and as diverse to different nations, different tongues, different peoples. Do you get it? Who can also, who can say that we have people who are here in Papua New Guinea, at least there's no, I don't know any Ghanaian church in Papua New Guinea. I don't know if you saw one there, Bishop Saki. Church of Pentecost. Even Church of Pentecost is perhaps one of the, if you like, not to, I don't know, okay, it's, it's a good church. Yeah. Maybe we are following after them. Yes. They are senior brothers. But of the charismatic churches that came around, the time that our church also started, there, I don't know any. Even within Ghana, how many are in Tamale? If you ever go to Tamale, ask yourself whether you hear of the names of the powerful, charismatic churches and prophetic churches that you see on television that have branches in Wulanyili, Savelugu, eh? Changyili, Dawadawa number one. Dawadawa number two. Even you yourself, you don't know the names of some of the places. But there are servants of the Lord. 
born from this house, trained from this house, released from this house, who are there in Savelugu, who are there in Bulga, who are there in Boku, who are there in Navrongo, who are there in Walewale, who are there in uh, Laura, who are there in Yendi, in Bimbila. In fact, some of the names, you only hear them again when election results are coming. Before you know that, ah, ah, this is the place they mentioned we have a branch. I didn't know that it was actually in Ghana. Yes. And I'm saying to you that it is the trained servants from this house, not from another place. In fact, you would, you would realize that even if somebody came from another place, unless he's retrained, you, we, don't, we cannot easily send somebody forth like that. Not easily send somebody forth like that. Because many people that are trained from other homes don't have the, a certain culture and they don't have a certain um, spirit and they don't have a certain uh, a, a, a heart for the work of God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because in some areas, if you are trained in Bua and Aru, you cannot go and join an army that is using bazookas and and that is how you, you, you brought your bow and arrow. It's like when you shoot it, it goes 100 meters. <laughs> or, or that, you know, you were trained with uh, uh, karate. You know, so it's like, yeah, yeah. The, the people are coming from the, from, with aeroplanes. You are using, yeah, yeah. You know, one day I watched a movie. <laughs> this type of uh, Harrison Ford um, Indiana Jones or this type of movies. And I think in the movie, he, 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 got, he went somewhere and some guy took a sword. And he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Then he just, pa, he just shot that guy. <laughs> he just shot him. And it's like, I mean, the guy was doing, he was waving, brandishing the sword. Yeah, and then he was doing something, something, something. It's like, you are finished today. I'm going to cut you up. He was standing at a distance from the guy, just... Then the guy fell down. All this, yeah, 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 it's it's nothing. Yeah. In this house, there's a specific arming, 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 specific... But I want to just mention a tragedy before I get into the materials themselves. And the tragedy is beginning from John chapter 4. John chapter 4. Are you there still? We popularly know of this encounter between Jesus and this woman of Samaria. And um, Jesus asked for water. The woman said, you know, you are a Jew. I'm a Samaritan. We don't mix. Jesus said, if you knew the gift of God, you know, and him that gives you, he would have asked, he would have given you eternal life. Then the woman said, you don't have anything. How can you draw water? Verse 16. And Jesus said, go call your husband. The woman said, I have no husband. Jesus said, you have said well. You have no husband. For you have had five husbands. And he whom thou hast now is just a boyfriend. Yes. He's not your husband. In that thou sayest truly. 
The woman said, I perceive you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain and ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. And Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. You see, what Jesus was telling the woman is that it is from Jews that salvation is coming or has come. And the Jews are supposed to be saved. And the Jews know where to worship God. And they know who they are worshiping. But tragically, in Romans chapter 9, I don't know if you like Bible study, but I don't know. You know, some people are a bit uncomfortable when you are turning this and turning that. Then they are not so happy. Yeah. Yeah. But, but who preaches? So I was a verses near the comb. There must be verses in the preaching. At least you cannot fault me on that. Chapter 9, verse 1. Okay, maybe chapter 10 first before we come to verse 1. Here. Chapter 10 of Romans, verse 1. He says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. I mean, think about it. We just read salvation is of the Jews. And somebody's burden, Apostle Paul's burden for this same group is that they will be saved. Jesus said salvation is of the Jews. But why are the Jews not saying, I bear them record for they have a zeal of God but not according to knowledge. So, we can think of it that the anointing on our father, Bishop Dag, is for Lighthouse and all the denominations under us. But can somebody be praying? My heart desire and prayer for all these Lighthouse people is that they will be anointed with the anointing on their father. It's a, it's a tragedy. Salvation is of the Jews. But you get to a point where you are asking the question. My prayer, my heart desire, my burden is that they will be saved. The people from whom, of whom, by whom, through whom, unto whom, with whom, for whom, under whom. <laughs> eh? Because of whom? To be brave. Eh? Over whom? Around whom? Through whom? Beside whom? Unto whom? Is salvation. Now the prayer is that these people will be saved. You see, one day somebody asked a question. He said, Why are your churches small? He was asking one of our pastors. Why are your churches small? Not churches, but why, why is your church small? Well, he was asking the pastor specifically who had started a branch, Lighthouse Chapel International, in a country. 
And in this same country, this pastor met our father spiritually. Hadn't even seen him, hadn't met him before. And he built a big church. Actually, this was in Tanzania. The pastor who had gone as a missionary met him and he had a lot of stories of Orangus in his church. Look, I mean, I don't know what to do with these people. I don't know what I've done. I don't know what I can do. Prayed for them. Giving them gifts. Lunches. Remember their birthdays. Travel with them. Have had adorings for them. They actually visited them in hospital, everything. But still, I don't know what to do to make them calm under me. Everybody's agitating. This one says, this, uh, to our pastor, said, oh, I have a medicine for this thing. So he gave him loyalty and disloyalty, which is one of the ammunitions in our armory. And then when the man read it, within the first few pages, he said, what? Where have I been? Where is this book from? How come I've never seen it before? Because in the book, Bishop prescribed how very early in in his ministry, he experienced what we call Oranguism. Now, Oranguism is our internal training word for disloyal people, rebellious people, people who criticize, who murmur, who speak undertone, who, who make all kinds of insinuations and, 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 and castigating remarks. So, he said, this thing you are experiencing is what we call oranguism. Orangus. You are experiencing orangus. Disloyal people. So he said, when he experienced it, he had a meeting with his assistant, who was not Bishop Saki at the time. It was somebody else. And he said, look, you don't believe in my leadership? You don't believe in my ministry? From today, you can go somewhere else. Just find your own place and go. So God bless you. Just no, maybe this, I don't remember even God, saying God. I said, you go, go. If you, you can join another church. So, so if you don't want me to do anything, I will just be, you know, around and I will not, you know, do anything but just be in the church. He said, oh, no, no, no. I don't want you in the church. Because Orangus, you don't have, you don't, you don't negotiate and replace them or even transfer them laterally. You cast out the corner and strife and contention shall cease. So the man said, ah, I've never known this. I've been having lunch with the people, discussion, uh, giving them gifts and everything. So I didn't know that you can cast them out. So he had a meeting. After reading a few pages of the book, then he decided, look, you people don't believe in my ministry. Okay, bye-bye. You, another pastor, and the people in his area, he said, you to take them. Go. Don't follow me again. You are on your own. Another one, send them for. He said, he was left with a few people by the time they all left. Then he gave him mega church. It's also one of the ammunitions in the armory. Then he said, when he read the book, He couldn't believe it. He said, wow. Bishop prescribed uh, seven prayers you must pray to have a mega church, to start a church and to have a mega church. 
he said, he started to pray those seven prayers. When the pastor was telling me the testimony and he said seven prayers, I was surprised. I said seven prayers. Wow. I've, I've combed the book, taught it several times, page cover to cover. Where is the seven prayers? So I thought to myself that, eh. but I didn't let him know that I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know. So I said, wow, powerful, powerful. Oh, to God be the glory. Great things he has done. Wow. So when I left him, then I went to my room. Then I went to look for the mega church. And I said, hey, seven prayers. I was looking at the chapters. I couldn't find seven prayers. Then I went through and said, "Ah, seven prayers, 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 prayers. How to start a church. Uh-huh. how to start a church then there are seven prayers seven verses actually that have been given as topics you can pray when you are starting a church I had not counted I knew the verses but I had not I didn't know there were seven I just knew this one uh, as for me I'll give you the nations um, um, I'll give you the, inherit, the nations for inheritance all those verses but I didn't I had not counted because they are not listed but the man he had numbered one two Three, four, five, six, seven. Ah! He started praying them. Started implementing the things that are in. The, 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 he took the weapons. He has never met Bishop Dagwood Mills. I went six years after his encounter with our, our missionary. And the missionary took me to where he meets. There were 8,000. From maybe 200 or 300 they were 8,000 and our missionary still had around 60 people after 6 years so he asked why is your church small because you are the one who gave me what has brought me where I am so how come yours is small that's the tragedy my heart desire and prayer for lighthouse is that the weapons that are in the armory that that their father has graciously received from god will be in their hand for them to turn their churches into mega churches into powerful men of god that somebody who is not a member of our church is proudly boasting about and that's why when paul looked at the israelites said my heart desire and and prayer for these people. Of whom and for whom and to whom and through whom is salvation. Should be saved. It's a tragedy. Romans 9. Still preaching. I say the truth. I'm reading from verse 1. I say the truth in Christ. I lie not. My conscience also bury me witness. In the Holy Ghost. That I have great heaviness. And continual sorrow in my heart. For I could wish that myself were a curse from Christ. For my brethren, my kinsmen according to the flesh. Who are Israelites? Who are what? Israelites. I mean, if, if we read the scripture and put who are lighthouse. For now, at least up to this end of this week we are still lighthouse so that it's even simpler lighthouse chapel international who are lighthouse who are lighthouses light light eh lighthouses lighthouse lighthouses lighthouses 
my, he said, I wish that I was a curse for them. Because he's the, he's the one who said, I have a burden for them. I have continual sorrow. And I'm sure sometimes when Bishop sometimes looks at some of his own sons, he has continual sorrow. <laughs> yes. One pastor was, one pastor was, uh, went to see a church in a, in a country. And when he saw where they meet and the signboard and the way the place was, hey, this one, your girl will not be happy with you. Uh, the girl will not be happy with them. Oh. <laughs> the Aoga is like the head of the denomination. Oh. If he sees this thing, he will not be happy with them at all. It's like, your girl will not be happy with you. Hey, I'm sure when Bishop Dagwood Mills looks at some of us, our churches, our pastors, some of us members, uh, our guy is not happy with us. So. Now, you see, yesterday when Bishop Saki asked the question, who has been for a camp with Bishop before? And virtually everybody here lifted his hand. Uh, uh, who has not been before? And virtually everybody lifted their hands. I mean, it was, it was quite some way. Even though it's a wow, it's like, hey, hey, wow, wow. But you see, we should even start to ask ourselves, why is it that? He's walking here. When I say here, we are here in Mampong, but here as in Accra. He's walking here. He lives here. He walks amongst us here. And yet with us, he has never had a camp. And a group that we, I mean, the, the first love denomination of young excited, easily impressionable youths. He has had about 12 or 13 or 15 camps with them. In the last, I don't know how many years. Maybe the last time we we experienced a camp must have been 10 years ago. And even that 10 years, it it was an interjection into the years that had gone by because for some time too we hadn't experienced a camp but we want to be a group that he would like to have a camp with every year won't it be a good plan yes yes I have continual sorrow continual so we started because you see that you can have a feeling that the people who are around you they don't read your books. Yes. They don't watch your videos. You will prefer even if you are, it will be a, the tragedy will be that you are watching television and when you, the channel comes on and it's, it's a, a healing Jesus TV eh, then you will change to prophet one. Yes. Or you change to Kunkumbaja. Kunkumbaja. Or change to Super Sports. Yes. Or when there's a, a, a program, you see, you who are just here, you, you, you live at Bubuash, you live at Kaneshi, you are just around Dansoman. 
It, it seems so far that you can't attend a program that a great anointing such as this is working amongst us. Only people who are far in Kenya, in Tanzania, in South Africa, far will be taking an aeroplane to come and the guy at Mamprobi cannot sit on a trotro to come. So what I'm saying is that when you experience, if you are the giver, when you experience it, you, you can have continual sorrow. Yes. You can have heaviness, continual sorrow and heaviness. Because you can see what you have, the weapons you have, eh, they are turning people's churches into well beaters. They are transforming somebody. One pastor, he comes around a lot. He started the church with mega church. He, did, he hasn't been to Bible school. He got mega church and started his church in his sitting room with his family in his church. And he has thousand members. So if let's say you are daddy bishop dad and you hear such testimonies, then when you come and ask your people, then it's like, oh, I have not read this one. I have not read this one. I have not read this one. Then when they say, oh, I've read this one, it's because there was an exam. You will have continual sorrow and heaviness. And you will be saying like Paul or praying like Paul that my heart desire and prayer for this lighthouse, my sons and daughters, is that they will see something. And I know you are seeing from today. You are seeing. You are seeing. Listen to what he he says. Verse 4. Who are Israelites? To whom pertaineth the adoption? The adoption as sons, it pertains... God, his adoption of Israel as his own people, it belongs to them. Today, you and I are calling ourselves the people of God. We are the people of God, washed by the blood of the Lamb, clothed in his righteousness, and in your favor we stand. We love exalting your name, lifting up holy hands. We are the people of God. Called by his name, called from the dark and delivered from shame. One holy race, saints everyone, because of the blood of Christ Jesus the Son. Hear us, O spirits of darkness. So you will know where we stand. We are his children, purchased with scars, but by the blood of the Lamb. The blood of... Are we not the people of God? We are the people of God. But the adoption as God's people is for the Israelites. And the glory, that's the beauty out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. The glory belongs to Israel. But now his prayer and heart desires that they will be saved. Yes. A 
and the covenants. He said, he said, for them pertaineth or belongs. These things belong to them. It pertains to them. This is for these people. The glory. And the giving of the law. Today look at us reading the Bible as though we were the original people that it was intended for. Hmm? Then he says, and the service of God. And the promises. So he's listing all these things are things that pertain to the people. And that is why today we are all looking at ourselves and we are looking on this stage and we can see to, to, to lighthouse. Often Bishop will keep saying, I wrote the books for you. I was thinking about you. We who are to us pertain the covenants and the glory. If there's a beauty about his ministry, it is that beauty is supposed to be for us and on us. Do you see? And the giving of the law. Whose are the fathers? Whose are the fathers? Today, we call Abraham our father. Whose are the fathers? And of whom? As concerning the flesh, Christ came. Who is overall? God blessed forever. Wow. But you see, for, for these blessings that belong to Israel, eh, Paul says, I have continual sorrow. And that's what happens sometimes when you have an anointing walking among, among us. And it's as if only people who are far can benefit from it. Because when, when he arrives, the people will be standing up. The people will be shouting. The people will be cry, shouting. It's like a, a great hero has arrived. Yes. And I believe that from, from, from this camp meeting, that tragedy will never be your portion. When that story is being said, minus you. When they are looking at people who don't read the books that our father has written, you are not included. When they are looking for people who, who, have, who don't have, they don't have makane. They don't have the makane. Which is the collection of all camp meetings. They have makane. Then we have makane extra because some other camps came after this one. And I'm sure there'll be another makane after this extra. Because our own that is coming has not yet found its place here. It's also going to be added. But we, we have to recognize how unique it is that we have this. But, but some of us don't have it. I don't want to ask. Should I ask? It will be a tragedy. Then you rather go to a church, you see, some corner church be, hey, last week I was in a church. Corner church. Some corner of new Achimota. Where? The guy is having a camp. Army of hard followers. He's going to have a camp. When you go there, bishop's photo is everywhere. Hey. He calls his smaller groups bustles. Shepherds. I don't know which office he came to. He has copied the graphs. <laughs> yes. He has, he has data of shepherds in the area. This branch is here and there are shepherds. This branch is here. There are shepherds. This branch he has 21 branches. He said he took over from his father. His father is old now. 
and retired from ministry, very old, comes to the church every now and then, but very old. And his, past, his father had the church for 20 years. And he moved the church from, the, the church was in their father's house. He moved the church from his father's house. There were eight people. Or 20. And he moved them to this new location. And he has 21 branches. Yes. And, 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 and his training, his arming. It's not from any Bible school. It's from us. It's from, it's from, it's from, it's from our Amory. Hey. I mean, it's, 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 it's wild. He, 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 he sneaks into every meeting. If he's allowed, you see that he's there. <laughs> you see that he's there. What I'm saying is that somebody who is foul, he has Macanel. He has everything that you can name. He has one. And he's not a lighthouse person. He was not born lighthouse. His father is, is in another denomination. When he has his gathering service, there are over a thousand. When I went, he, sing, he said, I want to call my singer to, to sing before Bishop Eddie preaches. Then the girl came to sing. Hey, what song cry was she singing? Take my life and let it be consecrated. And she was saying, consecrated Lord to thee all my life. Hey, I was sitting there of my mouth. A fly could have entered. And you don't know that song. Whose song is that? <laughs> or you may know the song in some other world. Yes, that's what you know and remember. Oh, that, that song was made by, then you mention the name of the person. And that's the song. Say, ah. and, but I've never heard the words before. Oh, is that, those are the words. Uh, okay. Okay. Because like Bishop Saki said, maybe you don't listen to the podcast, so you don't even hear such songs. To us belong the songs. Appertained the songs. But he will have continual heaviness and sorrow of heart. Because the sons and daughters, they are busily using rhapsodies of realities. One time on, my, on, on one of my platforms, I saw somebody had posted Rasudis of Reality. I said, remove it. Never post such a thing there again. We have our own solutions, uh, uh, daily solutions, daily keys, daily advice, and you won't post anything from there. You are posting Rasudis of Realities. I mean, what are you telling me? Yes. To you belongeth the daily solutions, to, to you appertaineth. That's the tragedy. Paul said, I have great heaviness. Because it's painful. When you go somewhere, rather the people have, it's like as if it's your church. But meanwhile, it's not your church. Then you are forcing for your church to be like what you want your church to look like. Won't you have sorrow? If you have children who who don't look like you and don't want to look like you, eh? Won't you have continual sorrow? Eh? 
when you are in the sitting room, they go to their rooms. When you go to their room, they come to the sitting room. When you, <laughs> when you are at the dining room, they go downstairs. When you go downstairs, they go upstairs. When you go downstairs, they go out. Hey! When you want them to pray, they are smoking. 